glory to God forever and ever. Jesus Christ is alive. He's the Lord God Almighty. He's the Savior. He's the Son of God. Amen. The Lord is one, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He's the most wonderful, beautiful person in the universe. Humans were born to fellowship with Him. Both heaven and earth are filled with His presence, which is His glory. Amen. Lord, I bless those listening. I believe with them You'll reveal Your glory to them. That they, and I prophesy that, that someone will experience Your presence and glory. in the next 24 hours after listening to this message. Um, and I believe with them for their healing, if they need healing. Jesus, You said if two of you agree on earth is touching anything that they ask, it shall be done for them by My Father in Heaven. Amen. This is Wonder in Reality. My name is Jim. This series is about the presence of Jesus with an emphasis on heaven and on hell. In this message, I'm going to try to speak about both heaven and hell. The main thing, if someone just listens to one thing, it's that the presence of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, is so wonderful and beautiful, He's beyond human words. When someone meets Him, they will naturally just walk with Him and serve Him and worship Him. Amen. And, and they will be transformed from glory to glory. That's the purpose of our entire life. That's the, in, in heaven, saints are in the presence of Jesus and they are doing exactly what humans were born to do. Um, serving first and foremost they are one with the almighty God they're in fellowship with him and so they naturally serve him with joy, joy and gladness and uh, learn from him for all eternity saints will learn from the Almighty God. And He's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ is God. He's the... <laughs> I mean, it's such a glorious revelation. The Almighty God is, is too powerful and glorious for us to... It, he's just... He's beyond comprehension. He's beyond... I mean... <clears throat> he's on the highest throne in the universe, in heaven. And when, when saints journey towards the throne, the glory is so strong, they, they fall on their face. And so He set up the perfect plan. Jesus Christ is, is the fullness of the Godhead in, in bodily form. He's the, and, so the, and the Holy Spirit is, the, is God. He's, it, he's the Spirit of Jesus Christ and the Spirit of the Father. Amen.
one of the biggest misconceptions possibly in the entire world is is the misconception about heaven heaven is so glorious and wonderful and and both saints and angels are engaged in much activity and they are serving God with joy and gladness both saints and angels Now, what I'm about to say is very difficult to present. But I have to present it. Um, those who don't receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, who, who are not in the book of life, will spend eternity in the lake of fire. And that's very clear. We go by the Bible. And, and there's more than a hundred scriptures in the Bible about the places of the underworlds. And, and Jesus spoke about what will happen to unbelievers um, more, more than 50 times in, in possibly in every way that he could you know both literal and also using metaphors and, and specifically you know revealing what it's like that it's the, the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels now in modern times Jesus has revealed hell in, in much detail and so I want to give an overview. This is from A Divine Revelation of Hell by Mary Baxter. Now, you, someone may ask, why am I doing this? Why did I say I have to do this? I did have a vision of hell. Um, I saw hell below me. And uh, this was when God called me into ministry. And I heard the loud wailing of what sounded like a multitude of people. Now, moving on from that, hell... This is a summary. I want to give it in as short amount of time as possible as much of a summary of, of what's revealed in, in that book by Mary Baxter. Hell is in the center of the earth, shaped like a body lying on her back. And it's a very, very large place. And it's expanding itself. It possibly is expanding all the time. Because... There's anywhere from 60 to 70 billion or more saint up, uh, 60 to 70 billion lost souls in hell. You imagine how big of a place it has to be to have that many people. You imagine, I mean, let, let me repeat that. Because there's 108 billion people have lived on the earth. I mean, most people don't get saved, and so 60 to 70 billion lost souls in hell. And there are likely billions of demons in hell. More, uh, uh, our ministry has studied it, and it, and it approximately eighty to one hundred and ten thousand lost souls go to hell every day, and that's revealed in the book that Jesus said this. Mary Baxter saw lost souls falling into hell, into the jaws of hell, and Jesus said this goes on night and day. Hell has many, many types of torment, but all of those there are burned with fire. Now, a brief overview, there's several places with 
in more than one place with numer with multitudes of lost souls, such as the pits, which are in like the left and right leg of hell. Okay, the pits are like in the ground, three feet deep, four feet wide. It's enough for a human to be in there. They can barely stand up though. And then there's the center, the cell block of hell, which is in the center, uh, the cell block of hell. It's, a, it's like a big well. Imagine a well that's 17 miles high when, when Jesus, Jesus revealed to her the exact measurement. 17 miles high, 3 miles in diameter um, at that time. And it has, it's like prison cells dug into the earth with metal bars on them. With, again, multitudes of souls. And that's, believe it or not, that's where... People in that area are, were in the occult on the earth. Okay, then there's a river of blood and fire, which is these lost souls are chained together and they're in this, it's blood and fire. They're in a river of fire and blood and they are, those were people who, this right there in the book, that, that, that these were people who were lovers of their own flesh and like, um, men loving men and women loving women and so forth. Then there's the jaw in the jaws of hell. In that area, again, there's multitudes of souls in, in embedded in a hill, in hills, and it's just so. You, uh, the reason I say all this, let's we have to expand our view of both. It's a privilege to expand our view of heaven, but it's difficult. To, we, we need to expand our view of hell. Um, all those in hell have both their body and soul and they have all their senses and their senses are much stronger. They know everything going on. They're have, they have their memory of the earth. They, uh, they, have, they have their mind. They know what's going on. They, they, their senses are much stronger. So they feel being burned, I mean, they feel it fully. They hear everything. They can actually see, believe it or not, Jesus revealed in the Gospels that they can see what's going on in heaven. How do we know that? Jesus specifically said, you shall see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of God and yourselves thrust out. And then in the parable of the rich man and Lazarus, and the, the rich man was in hell and he saw Abraham and Lazarus. There was a gulf, great gulf. There was no way that he could physically see them. This was a spiritual vision that he, he was able to have. I mean, it's just this is something new that I've learned. A patriarch of the faith actually taught this. I give him credit. I didn't actually realize that until he said it. He said, and he's, he's a, uh, and that's absolutely true. And it, Jesus said it twice, that you shall see. They can see, even though they are, so, so they, they have, there's no water, no food, no light, no nothing like that. They are continually, uh, they have no rest day or night they cannot sleep they have no rest they they uh they they are continually just thirsty 
and hungry and there's nothing that can all the things that we have on the earth that satisfy us okay God gives all those things okay every good and perfect gift comes down from him every to every person on the earth both believers and unbelievers and none of those things are available in hell even worse there's no love there's no hope there's no faith there's no one there to care for them there's no one I mean there's no uh, no sunshine no light they can't go there's no fresh air in fact the air is horrible the smells are so awful um, that they can't go I mean there's just moving on I want to finish up I've been away for, for a few days I'm, I'm dealing with a lot but I think I just want to emphasize the wonderful presence of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is Jesus Christ unlimited. He is God. He's everywhere on the earth. He's... Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He said, He who believes, uh, he who comes to me shall never hunger. He who believes in me shall never thirst. So, many thanks to our partners. Um, especially our partners in the U.S. and Canada in Singapore, in Germany. Um, I bless the listeners, Lord, in the U.S., Singapore, Canada, Australia, the Netherlands, Philippines. These are some of the listeners in the last seven days. The Philippines, Germany, Russia, the U.K., and in the U.S. um, specifically, From, from the East Coast to the West Coast in numerous states, from Miami to New York, Chicago, uh, Seattle, Los Angeles, San Diego, Dallas, Phoenix. In, so in Florida, in Virginia, Ohio, Texas, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, around the U.S. Thank you for for following this podcast. Please, a lot to look forward to in the coming days. I want to continue about the wonderful Holy Spirit, the presence of Jesus, the, the glory of the Lord. There's two main anointings, the presence of the anointing within us and then the anointing that comes upon us. That's the the presence of Jesus and then the power of God. They are the same Holy Spirit, but they are separate and different. And they, um, in the Old Testament, when it says the new wine and the oil, that new wine is the presence of God. The oil is the power of God.
a great man of God who teaches about the anointing. He he was very very uh, em- greatly emphasizes the fact that it's the presence of Jesus that's within us that's always with us and keeps us and with us is with us eternally and and every believer has that and uh, but then the the anointing that comes upon us which which Jesus revealed in Luke 4 very specifically he said the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me it's the same Holy Spirit but it is different and he, he even used the words that there's a wall of separation between the two and so if someone develops the presence of Jesus within them then God will trust them and and will allow them to have the anointing that comes upon them and that's for service And Jesus in Luke 4 recommended reading is Luke 4, I believe it's 18 and 19. All the, the wonderful things that that anointing does. You know, to preach the gospel to the poor, to proclaim liberty to the captives, the recovery of sight to the blind, to proclaim, you know, it's just, it's, it's, I believe it's seven specific uh, results of the anointing. But... What a wonderful privilege. Um, and, and Jesus Christ, as a man, that same anointing came upon Him. That's how He did His ministry. Believe it or not, even though He's God, He was fully man. And that he, that's how He was able to, you know, heal and deliver, you know, give sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, um, heal the cripples, heal the lepers, raise the dead. It's just amazing. It's an eternal revelation. Jesus Christ was God, yet also fully man. We have that same, we can have that same anointing. That, that's what's so, anyway, thank you for listening. Please visit wonderreality.org and blessings.